Join me right now on Kumite TV is the URCC featherweight champion, Mark Striegel. What's going on, Mark? What's up, brother? Doing good, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Just uh, finished doing uh, Coach Castro, Coach George Castro sprint workout uh, here in Manila at uh, Shangri-La. Uh, legs are fried, man. Working hard for my uh, next fight, uh, April 27th at uh, Cove, at uh, Cove Okada in Manila. Definitely, definitely. Uh, before we get into all the, you know, the training and the, the fight that's coming up, I wanted to ask you about a guy that's pretty close to you. His name is AJ okay. Pyro. He recently mm. won the Predator Fight Series welterweight belt. The guy has been through so much in the past year. How much of an inspiration is he for you? Oh, absolutely, man. Well, AJ and I go way back. You know, AJ's, uh, AJ's, uh, you know, a brother, a coach, a mentor to me, um, training partner, of course. And to see what he's doing at his age, you know, I think he's 44, 45. You know, he's he's up there, man. And to see what he's doing, and you know, um, to to just uh, win the Predator Series uh, title at uh, his age, and with I know, like. I don't want to get into his injuries and, uh, you know, let people know about his injuries. But, of course, you know, at that age and after doing rugby and uh, MMA at such a late age, too, you know, he's got so many injuries. And um, for him to just keep going with all those injuries and then to win a title uh, this late in his fight career, you know, definitely a huge inspiration for me. And, um, you know, it felt so good to, to corner him. Um, on that night and uh, for him to get the win, man. Super, super happy and uh, proud of him. I seen that he was in your corner when you won the title, you know, recently. Is he going to be in your corner again? Yes, yes, he'll be in my corner again. He was uh, he was there when I won the title against Dogyong Lee uh, last September and uh, he'll be there again for my next fight this month, yeah. end of this month, yeah. Yeah, definitely a, a great guy to have in your corner, man. A great, uh, great story. I would love to have him on, you know, in the future. Maybe you could yeah, definitely. That oh, absolutely. No, I'll set that up. But, oh, he's he's a great guy. He's got so much knowledge. I mean, you know, uh, he he fights. Um, I mean, the Predator fight series. He he went up to weight classes for that crazy guy. He went up to welterweight for that. But his normal fight weight is uh, one forty-five uh, featherweight, which is uh, why uh, you know we we've made such uh, great training partners in the past. And um, from one forty-five, he used to one forty-five. That's sixty-six kilos. He used to be a rugby player, a Malaysian national rugby player at 90 kilos, 90 plus kilos. And then after playing uh, rugby, uh, he went down, he got into MMA, and then he started competing at 66, you know. So this is a guy that, oh, and he was a school teacher and uh, a heavy metal rocker before that. So, you know, this guy, this guy has done so many things, man. He's got so many great stories and uh, such, a, such a great guy and an inspiration to be around for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Now, URCC... They recently announced that they will broadcast on ESPN in the Philippines. How big yes. of a deal is that for you, the fighters, and the promotion? Oh, absolutely. This is this is a huge signing. This is um, something I'm really excited about. Uh, the The signing was, I think, two weeks ago, and um, it's great, man. It's 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 on national TV here, so it's huge, and it just means uh, more exposure for the URCC, more exposure for uh, Philippine MMA and um, all the fighters in the URCC who are uh, working really hard. So um, it's great. You appeared on SportsCenter Philippines. Was that your first time? Yeah, that was my first time, actually. Yeah, yeah that was my first time. That, that was cool, man. Uh, 
to be on uh, the Sports Center with that uh, crazy couch uh, setup. And uh, yeah, it felt, uh, never felt uh, anything like that. It was a really cool get up and um, felt really official, I guess. You know, yeah, it was cool. All right, let's talk about your upcoming title defense at URCC 77. You're taking on Shunichi Shimizu. Was he the first choice or were there other names, you know, being discussed? Um, he was actually, uh, he was the guy they gave me. He was the guy they gave me and, um, you know, um, I accepted the fight and, uh, and here we are. He's a UFC vet. He has more than yeah. 60 fights. What are your thoughts on him as a title challenger? Yeah, um, as you said, I, I don't think I've fought anybody with uh, as many fights as him. Even when I fought Harris Sarmiento back in the day, I don't think uh, Sarmiento had as many fights. Maybe Sarmiento had like 40 or 50, but Shimizu is like 60 plus. So uh, definitely he's got that experience thing. And he's a grizzly, tough veteran guy. You know, he's always in it, even in the fights that he's lost, you know, he's, uh, he's still trying to win. Um, so, yeah, he has the experience. Uh, he has the experience in this fight. But I think, uh, you know, the power of youth, that's my advantage. And um, I think that I'll just be able, I'll be a little too much for him. I think um, my, uh, my pressure is going to be too much. And I think I'm going to overwhelm him. You recently turned 30 years old last year. Yeah. What changes have you made as you get older to extend your career and stay sharp? Yeah, well, definitely smart training is a must, you know. Um, MMA is a relatively uh, young sport. And, um, you know, intelligent, scientific, the right kind of training, knowing when to go hard, knowing when to pull back, um, that's so important. Um, diet is a huge thing, though. Um, I can't, I realized uh, when I hit 30 or near 30 even that I can't eat like I used to when I was, when I was young, you know, I used to just like, oh, I did a whole, I did a whole like rotisserie roasted chicken from Andox over here, which is like a chicken chain. And I'd be like, oh, it's just protein. It's okay. It's like Atkins, you know, but if I do that, you know, now I'm like, it like messes me up for like a day or two, you know, I'm like, um, it just sits in my stomach with all this protein, you know, whole roasted chicken. Like, I don't need that. I need veggies. I need uh, fruits. I need a balanced diet. So um, even with this camp, you know, even um, from this camp, I've uh, learned a lot. And there are changes I've made in this camp uh, in particular. Um, I started doing this uh, alkaline diet where I'm eating a lot more uh, green leafy uh, vegetables and uh, less acidic diet. Um, I was uh, reading the Tom Brady book where he talks about, you know, how he's, uh, I think he's 40 years old and he's able to still compete at such a high level as a quarterback for the NFL. And uh, he credits a lot of that to uh, his diet, uh, his alkaline diet. And um, so that's something I'm trying. And um, yeah, clean diets, good sleeping and um, smart training, you know. Um, it's a young man's game. And uh, I still have, you know, I still have a lot of time left in this sport, but uh, definitely uh, cleaning up my diet is uh, probably the biggest thing. It seems like, you know, everything is coming together for you. Is it safe to say that you are in your prime right now? Like you are the most difficult to beat? You're the most difficult mark to beat right now? Yeah, I think so. Um, I feel that, uh, you know, I still feel the best is yet to come. You know, I feel like right now I'm really coming into my own. I'm uh, getting great training with uh, Coach George Castro. Um, Alliance MMA Philippines is going to be here in like uh, 
think like 60 days, around 60 days uh, in Keslin City. It's going to be a big deal, and I'll be training there too. So, um, yeah, I feel great, man, and I'm just uh, I'm excited for this next fight and excited for the rest of the year, try to get one, two more fights in after this next one. Alliance MMA Philippines, are you spearheading that project? Are you part of that? Oh, I'm part of the team. That's uh, that's uh, Coach Castro and Brandon Vera's uh, 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 baby. But um, yeah, I'm definitely uh, part of that, part of the team, and uh, happy to happy to be part of it. Let's talk about your training camp. You mentioned Coach George Castro. How you know you seem to have everything structured around you. How do you structure your camp? You know, weekly? Is it daily? You know, do you do it yourself? Do you have him do it? What is uh, what's the protocol? Yeah, I work with uh, I work with uh, Coach uh, Coach Castro. Um, we set things up. You know, really, I feel you can't. I feel like in MMA, I think every week has to kind of be flexible. You can set things up at the start of the week and have like a general layout for the for the rest of the week, but you know, um, things have to be a little flexible. You know, because things happen. You know, you might get like some bumps and bruises, you know, some injuries that you got to work around or some, some things maybe aren't clicking the right way and you need to focus a little more on those particular aspects of MMA. There's so many things to work on, right? So I feel every week you have to be a little flexible. But uh, yes, uh, together with uh, Coach Castro, we uh, build our training camp and um, take it uh, one week at a time. Other than Coach, Coach Castro, who are the other coaches that you have, you know, sharpening your skill set? Um, I work with a lot of the guys at uh, Round One. It's a new uh, MMA gym uh, here in uh, Quezon City. Um, so I do my sparring, uh, my grappling, and my wrestling uh, with those guys uh, over there. Um, Jerry Legaspi, uh, Neil, um, yeah, a few other guys that I work with. And uh, with uh, Coach George uh, overseeing, uh, overseeing my sparring and things. And, of course, uh, strength and conditioning with uh, Coach Castro. And... Um, yeah, it's been great, man. Everything's uh, everything's firing on time. My weight's down, which is great, and um, ready to rock. Uh, recently, you were also at a press conference to promote your fight. You're sitting next to all the other champions. Has chasing another belt in a different weight class crossed your mind with all these champ champs running around? Yeah, it's funny, man. Champ champ, the the what uh, Conor McGregor coined, right? That, that term champ champ, and now everyone wants to be champ champ. Um, no, definitely, man. Uh, you know, a second title is something that's uh, exciting, and I think, I think uh, every fighter wants uh, more titles, you know? Um, yeah, I've thought about it. Maybe at 135. Um, uh, 35, you know, it's a bit of a cut for me, but I've done it before. I fought like, four times at uh, 135 and I feel good to be honest I feel like 35 is my most competitive and uh, my best uh, weight um, but uh, yeah it just takes more uh, discipline and uh, diet and uh, and uh, clean eating but um, yeah it's something I've thought about we'll, we'll see what happens yeah, yeah definitely uh, I, you know I love to see fighters go after you know something that most people would not go after, which is, you know, dropping down in weight. Most people, they want yeah, to go yeah, up yeah. in weight, right? That's so true, it's that's incredible. true. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just, uh, yeah, what's funny, I thought of the the TJ Dillashaw thing uh, where he, uh, he got so dehydrated that he looked bad at 125. Um, 
So, well, who knows what that was from, you know. Um, I feel you just got to cut the right way, diet properly, and, um, you know, do it step by step and really plan it months in advance if you're, if you're going to do it. Yeah. You're a professional athlete. You do some modeling. What else do you have on your plate moving forward? Any movies, TV dramas? You know, I know you got your face out there. <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got some I got some projects in the work um, after this fight. Uh, um, yeah, I got some projects uh, doing some stuff. Pretty excited about. I uh, don't want I don't want to jinx it or uh, or say it yet. But um, got this one uh, big project that I'm excited about uh, um, closing and finishing uh, after this fight. So um, I'll be putting my attention on that. But uh, yeah, man, right now just uh, full focus on this fight. Uh, can't get too distracted right in this fight game, you know. Like, uh, yeah, man, just focus, uh, focus on the fight. And then when this uh, fight happens, I'll be uh, eating some good food and uh, working on the next project, uh, next fight, next thing. Yeah. Speaking of getting distracted, you got Conor McGregor out there. Have you been watching this? Have you been seeing the, the back and forth he's been having with Habib? Oh, and... yeah, I saw that your wife's a towel or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, so disrespectful. That's so bad, bad. Like, to be, uh, that's just so, uh, you know, uh, insensitive, you know, for uh, the guy's uh, religion and just, um, yeah, it's just bad, man. Just, um, yeah, but that's Connor, right? But, uh, yeah, these, I feel like he's, um, he's uh, been taking things uh, too far these days, you know, and, um, he should just fight already, you know. And he's just talking now. He should just uh, step back in there and uh, and fight. Yeah. Do you think he will ever fight? Because he does have a lot of money. Yeah, well, that's what Dana White was saying. And I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Like after you've made that much money, I mean, I mean, how much money did he make for the Floyd Mayweather fights? One hundred million. Jeez, man. You know, well, I don't know. He lives a pretty lav lavish lifestyle too, right? So, like, I mean, who knows how much of that he has? He has left, you know. I mean, for sure, he has new, uh, new endorsements and new deals and everything. But I'm sure he brings through a lot of cash, um, like Floyd Mayweather, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, if you have if you have that much money to to go through, you know, a full training camp and diet, you know, and uh, I mean, this is, this, this sport's no joke, man. It's, it's a serious grind, you know, and uh, to make that much money, if he, if he has, if he still has a lot in savings and stuff and has his investments and stuff, um, yeah, I mean, Dana White's right, you know, he should just retire. Why not? You know, he's done, he, uh, he had an amazing career, so. But, you know, there's also that itch as a fighter to always come back and, you know, have one more, one more, you know. And also when you can be potentially earning that much, you know, I mean, why wouldn't you? So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Only McGregor knows. And yeah, he's, he's a wild guy. So. Yeah, if he never comes back, he will actually be known as the toughest keyboard warrior to ever live on the face of the planet, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If he never comes back. Yeah. Yeah, he never yeah, comes yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, never comes back. I know he's been—he's like the ultimate Twitter, Twitter, Twitter guy right now. He's—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, 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 uh, he's been talking so much, but uh, yeah, crazy guy, super entertaining, man, super entertaining, you know. But for sure, um, he's been crossing uh, too many lines lately, you know, and 
don't want to mess with Russians, man. You know, you know, if I were him, man, I wouldn't be messing with the Russians. You know, instead talking like that, you know, um, yeah, they'll uh, they take it personally, man, as they should. You know. All right, one last thing before I let you go. You know, you've lived all around the world. You've been exposed to many different cultures, many different types of music. What? is on your playlist right now what artists do you enjoy listening to to kind of get you hyped up in you know in the gym or to get you prepared mentally for the fight stuff like that mm-hmm. man i listen to everything i'm kind of i remember a long time ago something boss Rutin was talking about that where uh, he had his playlist and he said that he was a psychologist or somebody saw his playlist and was like, you're a psychopath because, you know, there's so many different kinds of music. I think someone, I think if I had my playlist checked, they'd probably say the same thing about me, you know, because I, I have everything from like classical to like, uh, I don't know, like classical to like Daft Punk and to like random 90s uh, music and then to, you know, hip hop from uh, today. Um so I listen to everything. It really depends on my mood. But one thing that, yeah, I don't like music uh, from really from this generation, to be honest. I'm, I'm stuck in the 90s still. I feel like I'm still stuck in the 90s listening to 90s music, which I feel is, you know, it's like the best. Um, these days, I've been listening to a lot of Daft Punk. I was listening to Daft Punk uh, earlier during my, uh, my interval sprint workout. And uh, yeah, Daft Punk's good. So been jamming, jamming to that. Uh, all right, man. April 27th, Manila, yep. URCC 77 Raw Fury co-main event. You're defending your title. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Mark, man. It's always good to Thanks, see you. Thanks, brother. Thanks yep. for your good time, man. You too. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. God bless, man.